0: We're all worthy of whatever we choose to be worthy of. If we continue to choose that we're not worthy, then we're going to attract unworthy things. But when we shift our mentality to an abundance mindset, we start to develop a deeper sense.
1: Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.
0: This is my personal mindset hacks for high performance. And so I wanted to do a full episode on my mindset hacks and really what I do to think differently than what the norms have been taught in society for me or for my peers growing up. And a lot of this is luck. You know, my parents taught me a lot of these things early on, which, you know, once you learn something from your parents, something needs to shift inside of you in order to change that belief over time. Something needs to not work. Something needs to have a breakdown. You need to suffer in order for that way of thinking or that mindset to shift into looking for a different question, looking for a different way, looking for another process in your life and so I put together a list of six different things that I think about differently either now and I used to not think this way or have always been thinking this way but these things are kind of contradictory to what most people might think you should be doing in this part of your life so I wanted to talk about these six things um, again the things you should be thinking, about differently and applying differently to your life to get much greater results and much higher performance in your life. So these are the mindset hacks that I personally use for my life. The first one is health as a lifestyle. Now, I grew up, you know, eating a lot of crap. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I ate a ton of sugar. I ate a ton of junk, fried foods. You know, we'd have like eight cans of Coke or Pepsi or Sprite every single day and thought it was actually hydrating us. You know, I just didn't know any better. I was eating pasta and chicken fingers and pizza every single day and tons of milk. I mean, I was having eight glasses of milk probably as well half the time growing up. I used to have a five-gallon commercial metal milk dispenser in my bedroom, believe it or not, for a year. I was living as a a boarding student in St. Louis, Missouri at a private school and in the dorm room I asked them if they could put a container of refrigerated milk, a 5-gallon bag that we'd fill up every single week and just crush that thing every single day just pulling it down like you're in the uh, the lunchroom. And I was always like, well, I'm just going to burn all this off. I'm healthy, I'm skinny, like nothing is affecting me. I'll be fine. Until I could hardly ever breathe. I was always out of breath. I had a stuffy nose constantly. Um, I always had inflammation and pain in my joints. And I wondered why. And it wasn't until later in my life when I discovered um, information about nutrition in the body. And really decided that I needed to shift things. You know, I stopped playing professional football. Got injured and I gained about 35, 40 pounds. And I could notice it. You know, I was chubby in my cheeks, my face. And I started to really feel the effects. You know, I remember one day I looked down and my underwear was rolled over, like it folded over because my belly was pushing out so much that my underwear was now had rolls. And I remember at that moment I was like, I need to shift this, like something that I thought about growing up and the way I've been living my life around this idea of my mindset isn't working anymore, so let me find a new way to shift it. And... I really think about health as a lifestyle now. Not as like a diet or like I can do what I want sometimes and then change what I want another time. It's really about a lifestyle. And health is either hurting us or helping us achieve the life we want. And everything comes down to um, if we're healthy or not. You know, nothing else really matters if we're sick. Think about it. If you've been on your bed for a week or on your couch for a week. You miss work. You miss school. You can't go do any activities. You can't be around your loved ones because you're sick you're, you're sick. you're coughing. You're in pain. You can't move. You'll do anything to get over the sickness, to get over the pain. And sometimes when we get out of the sickness, we go back into our old ways of routines, which get us back to being sick again, needing to be on medications, needing to be Um, having low energy throughout the day, always being behind. Your health is either hurting or helping your dreams. And I learned this about, I don't know, almost eight years ago, seven or eight years ago when I really started to dive into educating myself on nutrition and lifestyle, living it like a lifestyle. It's very challenging to break a habit. You know, for 25, 27 years, I just ate sugar every single day I mean, I would have candy bars just for lunch. I would have six candy bars and call it a meal. Snickers, there's got some protein in there, some peanut butter, right? I was just like, this thing's all good for me. And I was addicted to the sugar. And still today, it's an, an addiction of I crave it all the time. But when I shift my mindset around this is either helping or hurting me for a greater purpose in my life, for a greater vision in my life, when I shift the mindset and think of something bigger than the pleasure of right now, of having that sugar rush or sugar high or whatever it may be. And I shift it towards the mind of the future, the mind of something greater that I'm thinking about, of something I want to achieve, or how I want to show up for people, or how I want to inspire people, or how I want to live a long time pain free so that I can do the things I love. When I start to put my attention on my dreams and aspirations, then my mindset is able to push through any of the desires of wanting to have bad food because I know it will hurt me in the long run. And listen, I'm a human being, so I'll still have desserts and things that I like every now and then, but it's a conscious decision to eat more mindfully and to eat with responsibility. It's about the mindfulness of, of eating what I'm eating, whether it's meat or plant-based or whatever it may be, but being very intentional and mindful of where my food is from, making sure it's um, organic, it's grass-fed, all those different things, and and not just abusing food, not abusing food as a crutch for something emotionally that I'm missing out on. And that's the really where it comes from. is like, Is food something that's supporting to fuel my dreams and something that I can also still enjoy the richness of food and life? Or is it something to mask a pain or a deeper sense of feeling not desired or not worthy um, or not accepted or anything else I might be missing out on? And if we're eating from a sense of lack, of pain, of suffering, then that's not the right mindset to have with our, with our food, with the way we move. So for me, it's hard to stay focused on this lifestyle unless I create structure. So the mindset is one thing, understanding why I'm having a healthy lifestyle. But structure is the second thing because it's hard to follow through on any of this. So I really schedule it out, you know, 6 a.m. workouts. I get it done first thing in the morning. It is not fun it sucks. I don't like waking up at 530 and going to the gym. I went this morning and I was like, man, I'm really tired. I don't want to do this. But at the end, I felt so much stronger, so much more confident, so much more capable of taking on anything else throughout the day. And the more you do this, every single time you do this and follow through on an action you commit to, your mind gets stronger, your confidence grows. And The belief you have in yourself and your abilities continue to grow. So all these things play hand in hand. It's about the lifestyle. Doing things you don't want to do today to create a greater tomorrow is what I'm always focusing on. And it pays off. You know, it always pays off when you do those things. That's the first thing. Health as a lifestyle. Second thing. Personal mindset hack for high performance. The second thing is time. Now this is something interesting. You know, my dad, when growing up, we, we wouldn't celebrate birthdays. And I've told this story a bunch, but he, he never wore a watch, but he was always on time. And he always lived with a sense of urgency and passion towards the meetings he was going to the actions he was taking, he had a sense of urgency for his life. And I think growing up, I was always amazed by this. And I would ask my dad, you know, why don't we celebrate birthdays? And he said, I never want you to focus on your age or time as a limiting factor towards your life and your dreams. So many people focus on their age and say that they're too young to achieve what they want or they're too young. They're not capable of being a great athlete at that age or a great musician or a great doctor at that age. Or some people go through life saying, I'm too old to try this now. Uh, My time has passed time is gone I can't learn this it's I'm too old to pursue my dream now and they limit themselves with the mindset the way they think about time and their age and I'm always living in urgency but I'm not focusing on my age as much you know, I just hit 35 and it kind of hit me where I was like man I'm getting closer to 40 now and I got I had to stop myself and stop, you know, focusing on the age or the number and focus more on just living life with urgency, no matter what. What urgency at 15, at 25, 35, 55, 85, just always living with urgency, not saying, well, I've got all the time in the world. You might have a lot of time. You might be around for another 50, 70, 100 years. You might or might be all over today. And I think about my last moment. If I got to reflect before I knew I was going to pass away in my last moments and ask myself the question, did you at least go for everything you wanted to go for? Did you at least like attempt it and give your best effort towards everything that you wanted to try and explore during this lifetime? And if I can answer that question in a positive manner, then I feel like I lived a life of something meaningful and rewarding and something that I could be proud of personally. Now I may never achieve certain things that I set out to, to achieve, but as long as I know that I went for it and I pursued it, like I've been on the pursuit of playing in the Olympics for the last seven, eight years now, we still haven't qualified as a USA national uh, handball team, but I've been giving an incredible effort, right? And I may never make it. You know, I may, maybe I won't. And as long as I know that I gave my full efforts and I went as long as I could and I still had passion for it and I still went for it and I still cared about it um, or I stop when I don't care anymore, then at least I know I gave an incredible effort and I can be at peace within myself understanding that sense of time and urgency. Don't live thinking you have tons of time even if you might have that. Live with a sense of urgency and make the most of the time right now. That's the second mindset hack and belief. The third one, self-doubt and victim mentality. One of the things, the mindset hack, um, you know, my parents always believed in having self-worth, you know, having that self-worth and the more self-worth you have or create for yourself, the more you believe that you are deserving of having financial abundance, that you're deserving of having the, the relationship of your dreams, of deserving of having um, the career you want, things like that. Whereas some people just I'll hear will say, well, I don't know if I'm worthy of having the relationship that I want or I'm worthy of having that job or I'm worthy of certain things or of the health that I want. We're all worthy of whatever we choose to be worthy of. And if we continue to choose that we're not worthy, then we're going to attract unworthy things or feelings or thoughts. But when we shift our mentality to unlimited possibilities, to an abundance mindset, and say I am worthy by the actions I take, the things I follow up on, how I treat other people, by the skills I'm learning, by what I'm mastering, by the time that I put into things, you know, when we continue to show up in certain ways, we start to develop a deeper sense of self-worth. And that self-worth creates an abundance mindset, an abundance mindset that you have confidence in in yourself that you can create the things you want and you can attract the things you want, the people you want in your life, the finances you want in your life the meaningful work you want in your life, things like that. So, you know, one of the big questions is, you know, why, why am I here? Something we probably have all thought about at some point. Why am I here? What's the point of all this? Is this real? Am I real? Am I a mistake? Am I supposed to be here? Did my parents mean to have me or was was I an accident? You know, and I think a lot of us, if we don't figure out what that answer is, we live in self-doubt and we live in victim mentality. Honestly, who knows what the answer is? You know, maybe we're all just a part of some big dream, right? Who knows what the answer is? But I believe it's our duty to interpret and create a story around what our own answer is and discover that for ourselves. And when you can get clear on your answer for why you're here and own it and be responsible for that story, then I believe you can move through life and choose to feel, think, act in different ways. And those ways create different results for your life. So self-doubt and victim mentality, there's no room for self-doubt and a victim mentality. You may be feeling like I'm not ready to do something, like I'm doubting myself in this this sport or this activity or on you know a job interview, whatever it may be, you may be doubting yourself for a few moments and saying, well, you know, I'm going to give my best um, is different than just saying, like, I'm unworthy. You can always doubt and still give your best and go on with your best foot forward no matter what. You're always going to have some type of nerves or fear or something whenever you get out of your comfort zone. And that's natural. That's okay. But never say that I'm unworthy. Never say that you're not worthy of something because you'll constantly attract things that reaffirm that feeling. You may not achieve everything because you just may not be ready for it or you may not be prepared, but don't have a sense of I'm unworthy. That's huge. And when you can shift that, then you can just get out of that rut of victim mentality. The fourth thing I wanna talk about is work and dreams. Now, a lot of people tell me that they ended up doing things that their parents wanted them to do that their teachers wanted them to do. And if they didn't love it, they ended up feeling resentful, lost, stuck. And like they spent their whole year got into debt learning all these things, went to class for years, learning all these things that they really didn't find meaningful. They may have brought them some protection, some safety, some financial security, some something else. It may have brought you something else. But I'm always thinking about working, uh, finding meaningful work first, find things that are meaningful work for you or work on something that brings you closer to meaningful work. If you've never heard of sitting disease, you may want to sit down for this. Or rather, stand up. Because in the U.S., millions of people spend their entire day seated at a desk. And studies have shown that prolonged sitting is associated with an increased risk for obesity, diabetes, and other chronic illnesses. And protecting your health can be as simple as pushing a button on an E7 Pro Plus standing desk from FlexiSpot. The E7 from FlexiSpot is made to meet your individual needs, adjusting to your height, whether Seated or standing. Alternating between sitting and standing works to relieve stiffness and pain, and it's a game changer. For myself. Plus, it's sturdy and expertly crafted from automotive grade carbon steel, able to support up to 355 pounds without wobble when adjusting heights. FlexiSpot even offers an industry-leading 15-year warranty on the E7. FlexiSpot has the electronic desk game down to a science. And what I like most about the E7 standing desk is the minimalistic design. And I have the bamboo top with white legs and it looks super clean. My desk sits in the center of my office and the various attachments from Flexispot provide the perfect cable management. It's super nice and it looks very clean. Do yourself a favor and get rid of that old particle board desk and get yourself the E7 from Flexispot. Right now, Flexispot is offering a huge $80 off their E7 Pro Plus standing desk with code GREATNESS. So, go to flexispot.com today and use code GREATNESS to get $80 off their E7 Pro Plus Standing Desk. That's F L E X I S P O T.com. Use code GREATNESS for $80 off. Go to flexispot.com today. In person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com, where their award-winning app, State Farm, lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Now, you may not be able to do exactly what you want based on, you know, if you're just getting out of college or if you're in high school or a certain age or whatever. Maybe if you don't have the skill set of something, you may not be able to be um, where you want to be. In your career at this moment, but you can take a step of working towards something that brings you meaningful work, you can work um, and master skills on those things, you can work somewhere at a job that maybe you don't like, but you're also learning something there that you know you're going to take at a certain place to the next step. And that's what the key is like focusing on okay, I'm going to sacrifice today for a greater tomorrow. At least I'm working on something that's going to bring me more meaningful work in the future. And that's really the key, as opposed to just saying, Well, I'm stuck here, I have to work here because I did a a degree for four years. And now this is what I've got to do for the rest of my life. And I'm just going to be miserable, and I just have to suck it up. No, you either choose to be happy with your work, or choose that this work is a stepping stone to bring you a more meaningful experience with the work you're doing in the future. And I see too many people wrapped up in the saying that I don't like what I'm doing. I wish I was doing something different. I hate my job. I hate my work. My parents forced me to do this. My teachers told me I should do this. Don't, don't live for what other people encourage or pressure you to do. This is your life live for what brings you meaningful work. Now, number five is people. Now, I see people constantly connecting with other individuals to try to gain something. And that mentality, that mindset never works out in the long run. People always feel used, taken advantage of, and they feel like you don't have your best interest in mind. So you really want to connect to the heart, not the head when it comes to people, whether it be in relationships, intimate, a professional, uh, family, connect to the heart, not to the head. And don't look for something to gain, look for something to give. A lot of people ask me, well, Lewis, how did you get all these incredible people on your podcast? How do you interview all these influencers and celebrities and billionaires? How do you get them to say yes and to meet with you so you can ask them these questions? Or how do you um, you know, have the relationships that you do have and just have those friendships that you have? How did you develop that? And I always give them the answer, you know, I've, I've always made it about them and connecting to what their biggest desires are, their biggest needs are, their biggest uh, passions are, and focused on them, not focused on what I can gain from these individuals. And I think that's where a lot of people have this mentality of like, I need to achieve results right now in my career. So I got to go meet the person and have them give me a job. I need to go meet this person and have them invest in my company. I need to go meet this person and have them promote me and market Market me on social media and share it out to their email list so I can make money now. I get it. You have an agenda that you want to create something in your life. But if you connect with people with an agenda, they're never going to want to support you in your life. You may get something really quick and then hurt the relationship forever. So you've got to lead with the heart, lead with how can I serve you first, lead with how can I add value to your life, whether it's just hanging out and Uh, not bugging people or just like asking interesting questions or just being a good human being. So focus on giving, focus on service when it comes to people. Don't focus on what can I gain from this person? You know, how can I give, how can I give more? And that will go a long way. You know, Adam Grant has a book called give and take where there's a whole science behind developing relationships And you don't want to just always give, 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 and let someone take advantage of you or abuse you or anything like that. You know, there's some give and take in all types of relationships. But when I focus on giving and service first, it almost always comes back around where someone wants to help me at something. It might be right away or in five years. And that mentality really pays off. And switching that mentality will go a long way. So with people, focus on giving, not what you can gain. Focus on connecting to the heart, not to the head. And find clarity in the types of people you want to surround yourself with. You know, just because you grew up with a certain group of people doesn't mean you need to grow up with a certain type of people. You can let those individuals go that you grew up with and grow into greater relationships For your now and for your future just because you just because you were childhood friends with someone um, and felt like you owe someone uh, time and energy because you spent 20 years with them if they are not willing to change or evolve or grow or shift in certain ways and it's affecting you negatively and you've communicated with them clearly a number of times you're not just abandoning them but you've communicated a number of times how you'd like the relationship to grow and evolve And if they don't want to grow with you, then you don't have to be forced to constantly hang out with that same person every Saturday afternoon for six hours and doing things you don't want to do. You can grow into a different person with different people around you. And that's okay. And the last thing that I'll talk about from my personal mindset hack for higher performance is around money. Money seems to be something that a lot of people struggle with. It's something I struggle with my entire life because I grew up without money. We grew up uh, on the lower spectrum of the finances in our neighborhood and in, in America, we were on the lower end. We didn't have an abundance of money and there was definitely this feeling of scarcity and we weren't living with much. It was a, very much a, a month-to-month type of feeling um, growing up. And so I was, I was, always had this fear around money, like I was always going to be broke or I was never going to have enough. And that mentality... It's hard to get out of. I get it. If you're in that mentality right now, I definitely feel for you because it is one of the scariest things to feel like, how am I going to pay my bills this month or next month? Or I don't know what's going to happen in the next few months. Um, no one wants to feel homeless. No one wants to feel like they can't earn a living and pay for the things to get people by. So I get it. And I feel for that um, because 10 years ago, that's how I was feeling. And something I started to to shift around, you know, one of my mentors, Chris Hawker said, money will come to you when you're ready for it. And I remember thinking at the time, man, I'm really ready for money to come to me right now. Like I could use this money right now. So I'm ready for it. Come on money. And it wasn't until later when it it made sense because I wasn't ready to manage money. I wasn't ready to take it on emotionally. If I'd gotten a big check or something, I would have probably blown it in the wrong ways. And you see that sometimes with lottery winners, right? Almost 95% or more blow $100 million. And if we're not ready to manage it or if we don't learn quickly how to manage it, then that money is probably going to consume us because our mindset is not ready for that amount of wealth. So what I think about is living for today while you invest in tomorrow. Living for today while you invest in tomorrow. I am constantly investing and in putting away money for tomorrow. I'm investing in um, different investments in general. I'm investing in myself. I'm putting money into learning new skills, into education, into relationships, into my business, into um, creating new projects. I'm investing um I'm living for today while I'm also investing today for a greater tomorrow. And I've met so many people over the years that just live and spend for today and this month. They just think money's going to keep coming in all the time. And so they overspend and live just for today and don't put anything away or very little away for tomorrow. Whereas I'm thinking, how can I live on less now? You know, I already have a lot of nice things. I don't need to buy more things. I don't need, you know, fancy watches or necklaces or tons of crazy clothes or whatever it may be. I'm already living an amazing life. I already have so much. So let me put a majority of my money away for investing for my future. Again, in investments that grow for me. You know, when you invest in the right things, your money is like saying, hey, Louis, I'm the money you put away a few years ago. And what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go to a 9-to-5 job for you. Every day I'm going to show up, and I'm going to make 100 bucks an hour, 500 bucks an hour, 1000 bucks an hour. And you don't ever have to show up to this job because I'm going to show up for you. And this money is just going to keep growing in your bank account. You're just going to keep getting paid every single day for as long as you live. Your money is just going to keep getting paid from this other job. That job is called an investment. When you put money away now for tomorrow, your money is going to work for you. It's going to go to a job and earn you a return every single day. And when you think of that, and the more money you put away now, it's it's like your money is multiplying into more employees for you. And they're all going out to a job every single day. And their job is to make you more money. And when you have that mentality and you start to shift it and say, okay, I'm going to put more away today to invest in my future so that I have multiple jobs out there that are earning income for me. And it all comes back to one person, me. That is a powerful way of thinking. We can live on a lot less than we think. We don't need all these fancy things. And if you invest now for a greater tomorrow, you'll be able to enjoy those things later if you want. But they obviously, they don't bring us a lot of uh, fulfillment, anyway, you know, create an environment and have things you like, things like that. But you don't need to spend so much right now to bring you joy and happiness. Spend to have a nice, comfortable life that you enjoy and have fun with. Um, and that's what it's all about. Invest in skills, invest in learning, invest your money so it works for you. Again, shift the mindset around money. These are six things that I came up with that I thought, you know, maybe they would be helpful for you. I'd love to know which of the six you enjoyed the most. Feel free to leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, If you're listening on the audio, leave a comment on my Instagram page, at Lewis and let me know. Because when we shift our mindset to work for us as opposed to working against us, we start to create a lot more magic in our life. And I thought this could be a powerful episode, solo episode and round uh, to connect with all of you on just a few of the things that I think about a little bit differently than a lot of people that I talk to and a few of these things that work for me. I'm constantly looking for new ways to, to hack the way I think and my mindset to continue to grow. So if you have any ideas, feel free to share with me again in the comments I'd love to hear your mindset hacks as well to create more abundance and higher performance for you. Other than that, hope you have a great one.
1: At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. See you
0: next time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you on your journey towards greatness. Make sure to check out the show notes in the description for a full rundown of today's episode with all the important links. And if you want weekly exclusive bonus episodes with me personally, as well as ad-free listening, then make sure to subscribe to our Greatness Plus channel exclusively on apple podcasts share this with a friend on social media and leave us a review on apple podcasts as well let me know what you enjoyed about this episode in that review i really love hearing feedback from you and it helps us figure out how we can support and serve you moving forward and i want to remind you if no one has told you lately that you are loved you are worthy and you matter and now it's time to go out there and do something great